The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Cleveland Clinic. Men, did you know that one in six men will develop prostate cancer in their lifetime? For more health information, visit clevelandclinic.org slash mention it. Good morning. I'm James Hellman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Tuesday, September 12th. Here's today's big idea. Trumpism makes strange bedfellows. In Shakespeare's The Tempest, a storm shipwrecks Trunculo on an unfamiliar island. To survive, he takes shelter with Caliban, a native who he at first mistakes for a fish. Misery acquaints a man with strange bedfellows, Trinculo tells the audience. Well, four centuries later, Donald Trump's ascension to the presidency has created a feeling of misery for leading figures in the establishment of both parties. Two such figures are now teaming up to push back on Trumpism as an ideological force. Bill Kristol, the founder and editor-at-large of the conservative Weekly Standard magazine, and Bill Galston, a senior fellow at the Brookings Institution, are launching what they're calling the New Center Project. It's a nonprofit that's being sponsored by the No Labels Foundation. These guys have clashed and fought for years. They used to actually debate each other on college campuses around the country. Bill Kristol was chief of staff to Vice President Dan Quayle in 1992 when Bill Clinton defeated George Bush. Then Galston joined the new Clinton White House as a top domestic policy advisor. But after decades of clashing, Trump's rise inspired these two D.C. veterans to recognize how much common ground they actually share, besides the fact that they're both named Bill. After months of conversation, this duo has just published a new 70-page pamphlet that outlines seven ideas to, quote, recenter America. They previewed their plans for me in an interview yesterday. Crystal said, quote, simply bewailing the demagoguery does not solve the problem. Galston said this booklet is their effort to figure out what the heck was going on last year and what they might do about it. He hopes that their ideas appeal to people between what he calls the 35-yard lines in American politics. So what kind of ideas did someone like Galston and someone like Crystal come up with? Well, they want to take on big technology companies with a new antitrust policy. They want to take on China over its theft of American intellectual property. They want to incentivize work. They think that there are 10 million Americans who could or should be working but aren't today. They think that you can create a new regime of carrots and sticks to slash that number. They propose a grand bargain that would overhaul the tax code and fund infrastructure at the same time. This is by no means a comprehensive agenda, but they say more reports are on the way. These guys recognize that the 2018 midterms will probably be animated not by ideas, but rather a referendum on Trump's performance as president. Their real hope is that enterprising presidential candidates from both parties will pick up some of their policies that they think a majority of the country can get behind and run on them in 2020. We'll see. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, nearly two-thirds of people in the state of Florida are without electricity in the aftermath of Hurricane Irma. But officials are saying that it could have been much worse. Irma spared many major cities that were predicted to be in its path, while cities like Jacksonville are experiencing record-breaking flooding. Irma is expected to lose force as it continues inland, and forecasters say it should be a tropical depression by this afternoon. Meanwhile, in Houston, tens of thousands of children returned to school on Monday, two weeks after Hurricane Harvey battered that city. Number two, a small group of top White House lawyers this summer urged that President Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, step down from his job in the administration. The Wall Street Journal says some of the lawyers worried that Kushner's presence would create legal complications for Trump amid the broadening investigation into the campaign's ties to Russia during the 2016 election. But the idea to press Kushner to leave was ultimately rejected. In a statement last night, White House lawyer Ty Cobb blamed the disclosure of this debate on former staffers trying to tarnish Kushner's reputation. 
Number three, more congressional retirements. Yesterday, Michigan Representative Dave Trott, a Republican, announced he will not seek re-election for his suburban Detroit district, a district that very narrowly went for Trump in November. Trott's decision follows announcements last week from Charlie Dent, a moderate from Pennsylvania, and Dave Reichert from Washington State. Meanwhile, Bob Corker, the Republican senator from Tennessee, who's chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, announced that he may not run for re-election next year. If he retires, it would probably put a seat that analysts expected to stay in GOP hands into a more uncertain state. It would also mark the end of the tenure of a well-respected member of the Republican Party's mainstream governing win, which has frequently collided with Trump and his nationalist populist allies. These retirements, especially in the House, threaten to make an already difficult midterm season even more challenging for Republicans. And that's The Daily 202 for Tuesday, September 12th. You can read much more at WashingtonPost.com slash Daily 202. I'm James Holman, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.